Reach God, reach God, reach God. So, I see it's been a long, long time since I actually, you know, did an episode. Uh, I want to apologize to the people, you know what I'm saying? It's been, you know, a little hectic, a little hectic, a little hectic. Of course, uh, Omnicron's going around and you know what I'm saying? In the midst of us trying to get back to normal. So, I just want to say I hope everybody's staying safe. Everybody's family staying safe. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. So, 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 breaking news today that the Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett, right? And for those of y'all who don't know who Nathaniel Hackett is, that happens to be Green Bay Packers offensive coordinator or well, ex-offensive coordinator, now coach of the Denver Broncos. Um, and a lot of speculation is that it's because... They're trying to, I guess, get Laurel Aaron Rodgers to the Denver Broncos, right? And I have thoughts on that, right? Because there's a couple... For me, now everybody knows I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, right? So, of course, I want Aaron Rodgers to come to my team. But I'll get into why, you know what I'm saying, and what team I think Aaron Rodgers and, you know what I'm saying, fit and all the teams on the market. And, you know, we'll get into some coaching stuff. But for right now, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers potentially to the Denver Broncos. One, John Elway was on the Denver Broncos. Two, Peyton Manning was on the Denver Broncos. So automatically, you'd already be the third best quarterback that the Denver Broncos ever had. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, who wants to argue? I mean, if you want to argue with me that Aaron Rodgers is better than Peyton Manning individual talent-wise, I give you that all day long. All day long, I'll give you that. Aaron Rodgers might have been, might be the best talent we've ever seen. And then Patrick Mahomes is now trying to, you know, work his way into that, right? So, um, but if you want to talk about achievements and all that and, like, where they stand in history, I believe that in their primes, people would take Peyton Manning over Aaron Rodgers. In his prime, I believe people would probably take John Elway over Aaron Rodgers. So, with that being said, why would you go to a team that Peyton Manning... When, like You guys do remember when Peyton Manning left Indianapolis, he went to Denver. And what did he do? He won a Super Bowl. So, you know what type of pressure that automatically brings by doing that? Because you... like his, like that. I feel like that's us as, as people... We're going to automatically think, and of course the Denver Broncos fans, now of course everybody, like any team would be ecstatic to get Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I believe there's 28 teams, maybe 26 or 26 teams would go for Aaron Rodgers right now. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, um, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, you're probably going after Aaron Rodgers. So... That's not what I'm trying to say here. What I'm trying to say is, is that it would be enormous pressure on Aaron Rodgers to win now in Green Bay. It would be enormous pressure because they've done it before. They have done it before. The Denver Broncos. Everybody was like, when Peyton Manning's last year in Indianapolis, I kind of remember. Everybody's like, oh, Peyton, I'm not sure he can really play anymore. Went to Denver Broncos. Had one of the best statistical seasons ever and led them to a Super Bowl. Now, granted, in the Super Bowl, he wasn't the reason 
by any stretch of the imagination that they won that Super Bowl because statistically that was that wasn't great. That wasn't great. I will I'll say that it wasn't great. However, he was there, and you could argue that his play throughout the season was the reason that they were there. So you guys want to argue and you know say hey you know he didn't no I'm not I'm not trying to hear that. And then on top of all that. You bring in his offensive coordinator. So he already is going to know the plays. He's already going to know the plays. That he's gonna know the system, he's gonna know the the the, the verbiage, he's gonna know the play call. He's basically going back. It's it, 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 in my opinion, it'd be Green Bay all over again. And not to say that that's a bad thing when 13 games and blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? But it'd be Green Bay all over again. I'm talking about as far as the pressure goes. You know what I'm saying? And then you look at the roster. Now, there, I have no argument. I mean, Denver's roster, top to bottom, is probably top five. If healthy, it's probably top five in the league. Like, and, and they're young. They got a young receiving core with Cortland Sutton and Cam, uh, KJ Hamler and Jerry Judy and, and Tim Patrick. And then they got uh, Javante Williams. And I'm not really sure if they keep Melvin Gordon this, uh, this offseason. That's going to be interesting. But however, we've seen what Javante Williams did in the absence of Melvin Gordon. So regardless, the offensive line is not bad. Top 10 in the league. So off like in that aspect defense you know what i'm saying when healthy top 10 in the league easily you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying so i can't really argue the weapon standpoint on why he wouldn't go there um denver does have the ninth pick so it definitely would take that plus maybe i mean you just got to think if matthew stafford's going for three first and we all know aaron rodgers is better than matthew stafford i think Aaron Rodgers has got to go for five first. Five first and maybe a player on top of that. So you're going to mortgage your whole entire future to, like, I just don't know. I just don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But what I will say is is that for for those reasons, the pressure that it it would be immediately for him to win in Denver, I, I don't see why you go there. I just don't see it. And then, on top of that, look at the division you're in. You got to play Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and possibly Derek Carr twice a year, which I think Derek Carr is probably going to leave. You know what I'm saying? But if Derek Carr's still there, Derek Carr's a good quarterback. He's top 15 in the league. You got to play all three of those quarterbacks three, uh, two times a year. So part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers and all of these quarterbacks are so successful it's because of the division they play in. I mean, look at Tom Brady for 20 years. Who do you have to go against in the, NF, in the, in, in the AFC as far as division-wise? Jets? Who? I mean, who was it? I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Who's he got to go against in his, in his division? I mean, I get it. San Francisco's pretty good. But Minnesota? Train wreck. Uh, Lions? I mean, Lions play hard, but they're still the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they're still the Detroit Lions. There is no shaking that. You know what I'm saying? So, I just don't know. All right. Uh, so, I did tell you guys, though, that I was going to, to, to talk about a couple potential fits for Aaron Rodgers, right? So, I already, got, I already told you, basically, the fit-wise in Denver, as far as 
what you have around you, weapon-wise, system-wise. Now, I think Denver is definitely a top-two option. It might even be the top-one option as far as system and weapons and what you have around you to work with and how much they're going to need from you. You know what I'm saying? Because as good as Aaron Rodgers is, and he's, he's amazing, we all know that, the dude is about to be 39 years old. You know what I'm saying? He's not a young guy. You know, by any stretch of the imagination. Now, does he still have about two to three more elite years in him? I believe so. Maybe even four. But we do have to take account that, you know what I'm saying, you're not, you're not getting a, a, a 29-year-old, a, you know what I'm saying? So, Denver's fit, I like it. I'm not going to lie. Now, me being a Pittsburgh guy, right, I like this fit a lot How because... The Steelers, we we have an organization that, that that's always been about the players. And 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 if you listen to any of this Aaron Rodgers nonsense off the field and the Jeopardy talk and all that, for, for Aaron Rodgers, it part of the reason I think that he's not happy in Green Bay is is because he's not getting the like like Green Bay doesn't have an owner. You know what I'm saying? The the, the league owns Green Bay. So he can't even walk into the owner's office. Like, it's not felt around the players. Now, the Steelers, on the other hand, we, so we, we, we have a player's coach, Mike Tomlin, top five coach in the league. Some could argue top three. I will. You know what I'm saying? And I'll take anybody who wants to argue that any day of the week. But um, top five coach in the league, right? Now, the difference between the Steelers and the Broncos, I will say that the Broncos have the upside, is their offensive line. But I feel like the Steelers check every single other box that the Broncos check. Receivers, check. Deontay Johnson, um, Chase Claypool, Pat Firemuth, Najee Harris. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, if Juju Smith-Schuster stays, who knows, which I don't think he stays. But then we get to see more of James Washington. And, you know, the Steelers, have, the Steelers definitely have a collection of wide receiver talent. Now, we don't have a dominant number one, but we have a collection of good number twos. Everybody, all, all of those receivers could all go to another team and be the number two, right? So, and then Pat Firemuth, like, he's, he's great. He's great. So, um... Running back, we know Najee Harris. Now, the difference is, like I said, the offensive line. Um, the Steelers definitely need to shore that up. Uh, I believe the offensive line made strides throughout the season um, in getting better. I mean, because you got to think, this, that, that group hadn't played together at all, really. Like, it was a, it, it a, a throw-you-in type of offensive line. I mean, you got to think, we lost to Castro. We lost Villanueva. We lost Pouncey. Like, we, we had to rebuild, you know what I'm saying? So I think that a little bit of continuity from last season can carry into this season because the guys now have a season together of knowing how to play together. And that matters in all, as an offensive lineman. Like, you have to know how to play with the guys next to you. You got to know what they're going to do, how they're going to chip, when they're going to, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you guys got, you got to know that, you know what I'm saying? And I think that a year together makes you grow now is that offensive line going to be all of a sudden top five top 10 next year I don't think so but I don't really think that we need to you get a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers you give him a top 12 offensive line with the weapons 
you know, he'll get the ball out. He'll get the ball where it needs to be. He'll extend the play if he has to. And then you want to go to the defensive side of the ball, right? Now, you could argue that both teams, the Denver Broncos and the Pittsburgh Steelers, are both a quarterback away. Because our defense is definitely elite. Like I, like, and that's where I give us the slighter, a little bit of a more of a nod over Denver. Now, Denver's defense is great, but it's not Pittsburgh's defense. It's not. You know what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of Pittsburgh's defense, like the way it looked, I mean, don't get me wrong. We gave up 30-some points to Mahomes and 40 points to Burrow twice. But I think that that is because Big Ben Roethlisberger, at his age, and the way his style of play is, the offense was on the field for maybe eight snaps, punt the ball. So the defense had to play a lot. They had to play a lot of snaps, and mostly from behind, because the offense wasn't really capable of moving the ball down the field, scoring points on a consistent basis. Um, so I think that if you, if you give that defense a quarterback that can easily put up 20, 25 points a game, we could easily be the Super Bowl favorites next year. You got to think. Now, I'm not sitting out now. All right. Before everybody goes like, well, everybody, everybody, I get it. A lot of teams would be Super Bowl favorites the, 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 the day they pick up Aaron Rodgers. I get that. I mean, but let's think realistically, right? Denver, quarterback away. Pittsburgh, quarterback away. San Francisco's another team, right? Now, that's interesting because a lot of people say they're a quarterback away. However, I'm going to get into this whole Jimmy G thing right now real quick. You can say what the hell you want about Jimmy G. Say it. He's inconsistent. He'll turn the ball over. He's never healthy. Keep going. Keep going. Because you know what? At the end of the day, look at the team he's on. Look at their record when he doesn't play versus when he does play. And I don't care about, like, I heard, I, I, you know, I, I, watch, I watch ESPN. I watch it. You know what I'm saying? I watch Fox. I watch all these analysts. And I heard with uh, the great, 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 like, she's amazing, Mina Khan said, about being in a group project and getting an A and you didn't do it. Like, I get all that, right? But you guys are forgetting one thing is that Jimmy G is in a system where he doesn't need, like, and I think everybody wants Jimmy G to be Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. He want, like, they want Jimmy G to put up all of these gaudy numbers when that's not what he's being asked to do. Now, don't, for, don't get me wrong. Jimmy G is a solid quarterback, and I think in the right system, he could put up numbers like that. But in the system he's in, in Kyle Shanahan's system, they're not asking him to throw the ball 35, 40 times a game. And if they do, then nine times out of 10, they're probably not going to win that game. So I think that you guys need to scale back a little bit on the Jimmy G is not it. I mean, because look at the last two, the, the last two full seasons. I won't even say full seasons. Last two seasons where he played at least 14 games, they were in the NFC Championship both years and in both years beat the top seed Green Bay Packers at home to do that at home to do that like 
they weren't at home. They had to go to Green Bay. Number one seed, Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, number one, MVP. Jimmy G beat him. And I don't want to hear that, oh, he only had 80. He doesn't call the plays. He doesn't go in the, in, in the like, this isn't Madden. This isn't a video game where you get to control the quarterback and you're the coach, the player. Like, that's not how it works. You have to call the plays. Now, do I think Aaron Rodgers would be an upgrade to Jimmy G? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is an upgrade to almost every single team in the league. So don't give me that nonsense. I mean, that, 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 that doesn't really mean anything. He's an upgrade to 95% of the, quarter, the teams in the league. I just, I just don't know. I don't, think, I don't think San Francisco really needs to do that. And then if they do that, what do you do with Jimmy G and Trey Lance? Because don't forget that you done mortgaged, you moved up and gave up a lot of picks for Trey Lance. And I'm a big fan of Trey Lance, but however, what I think needs to happen is you let Jimmy G ride out this year, win or lose. I don't even care if the guy wins the Super Bowl. You win the Super Bowl, you trade him away, and then every single snap moving forward goes to Trey Lance because he now has to learn the offense. He has to get more acclimated. And he has to give you guys the return on the investment that you put in to get him. And if not, trade him. So Aaron Rodgers to Denver. Aaron Rodgers to Pittsburgh. Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. How about, I think... The Saints would have been interesting had Sean Payton still been there. I do. I will say that. I think the Saints would have been interesting had Sean Payton still been the head coach. But you're not going. I mean, I do think Dennis Allen takes over there. I think that's the only choice. However, we all know the NFL, we, you know, so we don't really know, you know, what's going on there. Um, you do have an elite running back. You do have an elite receiver. You have an elite defense. Um, but I'm not sure depending on the type of who, who they hire at coach that Aaron Rodgers will want to entertain that. Because from here, like from, from, from right now, even though you have an elite running back, an elite receiver, that, that kind of seems more like a rebuild. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it seems like a rebuild. So for that, um, I, I'm not going to cancel the Saints, but I'm just going to say they're, they're kind of on, on, on the back burner. Right now, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't really know. Um, so now I want to get into the coaching carousel, right? The coaching carousel. There's a lot of head coaching, head coach openings in the NFL. There's a lot, right? Um, I want to talk about the best three jobs, right? And I'm going to keep this real short because I'm getting ready to end this. Um, I just wanted to, you know, give you guys a video. I mean, I'm sorry, a video. I wanted to give you guys, a, uh, you know, an episode. And I'm definitely going to start doing more episodes. I'm going, to, I'm going to get back into it. I apologize to the people that do listen and have listened. And, and hopefully you continue to listen. Um, you know, because uh, it, it's about consistency in this business. Like people don't want to hear you once, twice, and then never hear from you again. You know what I'm saying? So 
I, I'm going to do my best, like I said, my very best to at least do at least, I'll say, four episodes a week. You know what I'm saying? About 20-some minutes long, something like that. You know, not, nothing too major. But anyway, I'm going to talk about the three best jobs, and then I'm going to talk about the three best candidates, right? I'm going to start with the three best jobs, right? And my opinion, right now, the three best jobs, starting at number three being, you know, three, two, one. So, the third... I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. And I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears because you have a young quarterback, right? You don't really know what you got with him just yet based off of the nonsense he had to deal with last season. So you get him a new coach, you get him a new coordinator, you get him a new system, and you develop him the right way. But he definitely has the tools and he has the talent to be a franchise quarterback. I won't go elite yet, but he definitely has the tools to be a franchise quarterback. He's mobile. He's got a big arm. He's smart. He processes things. He just has to be in the right system. Defense, we know the Chicago Bears defense is always really, really good. Um, I'm not really sure what happens with Khalil Mack this season, but we, we have to just assume that he'll he'll be back. You do what you got to do to keep a player like that. You don't John Gruden a player like that. You keep that guy on your roster. Um, I think that they have a lot of cap space. They have some young talent at receiver. Um, they got a decent running back. I mean, I like Khalif Herbert. He came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then they also have, you know, Montgomery. I mean, yeah, they also have Montgomery. So I, I like I like Chicago um, as the third, right? Now I'm going to go to the second. I think the second best team is the Miami Dolphins, right? I mean, because you got to think. A lot of people aren't high on Tua, and I get that. Now, Tua was one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch in college, if not probably my favorite quarterback to watch. So if anybody's a Tua fan, it's me, right? (laughs) I play with him in the video game. I play with the Dolphins in the video game. You know, I do my little one-player franchises and all that, and I use Tua. Yeah, so I am actually a fan of the guy. I am now. I'm a realist, also. I, I I do see that he 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 definitely lacks elite arm arm strength, and the windows that he has to throw into are a lot smaller than the windows he had to throw into in college. Meaning that his accuracy is taking a slight dip because you know you play at Alabama, you're you're basically playing with all NFL a whole NFL roster against high schoolers, right? So I, I like the Miami Dolphins. I like their defense. They have a they have a top five. They, they like I remember look, what not the season before last. They were like the number one scoring defense in the league. Um, I get the slow start. They started off I think like what one and seven, and they what reeled off what eight nine in a row. Um, I get Brian Flores. Like he was a, he's an amazing coach, and that 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 fire surprises me. But I'm not gonna get into that. He actually beat. Bill Belichick four times out of six. Um, he's four and two versus Bill Belichick, which not a lot of people can say that they even have a winning record versus him, let alone four wins or three wins. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're young. Um, the city of Miami, like I don't really need to lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? You're living in Miami. So weather doesn't really become a factor as far as play style. You know what I'm saying? So for those reasons, I like the Miami Dolphins. I like their weapons. I like 
Miles Gaskins. I like Ahmed when he comes in. I like the tight ends they have with um, Durham Smythe and, and Gasecki. I like Will Fuller if he can stay on the field. I like Jalen Waddle. They got a reception machine who's a who's a who's a playmaker. Like you get that guy the ball in space, he's electric. And then you got a Devontae Parker who's more of a possession receiver. So you really got as far as offense goes, what you really need, right? And I think that you still build on Tua. I, I do. I think that you build on Tua. You, you, obviously, you obviously work on his arm strength. He needs to hit the weight room. He needs a bigger arm. He needs to be slightly more mobile than he is. I mean, because he's not a statue, but he's not breaking off 20, 30-yard runs. If you see Tua run, he's probably going to run for about four yards and then slide. So... He's not gonna. He's he's not gonna have a game where he's got like seventy five rushing yards, unless it's on seventeen carries. <laughs> um. So then the number one job, in my opinion, in coaching, the number one opening, in my opinion, is the New Orleans Saints. And for all of you who are questioning, oh, why the New Orleans Saints? Well, one, you got Alvin Kamara. You got an elite running back. Two, you have Michael Thomas. You got an elite receiver. Three, you got an elite defense. Um, that defense has beat, has shut down Aaron Rodgers on a daily basis, has shut down Tom Brady on a daily basis. Um, that defense is elite. That team is ready to win Right now, there's just one problem, and that's the quarterback position. You don't really know who's going to play quarterback. And I get that's a big, 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 big if, right? However, Trevor Simeon wasn't a bum. He wasn't horrible. I mean, he wasn't Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Man. He wasn't that. But you didn't really need him to. You run the ball. You let him game manage. You really just need a game manager. Now, if the Saints get a quarterback like, because there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks on the market this year. Saints get a quarterback like, I don't know, Jimmy G, um, Derek Carr, um, Russell Wilson. They're right back in the thick of things. You know, Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? I did cancel that earlier in the show, but you never know. Like, you know, seeing stranger things happen. The Saints get one of these elite quarterbacks. Oh, it's ball game. Now, I did say that I do think that Dennis Allen was going to take the job. But it ain't been announced yet. Um, so for right now, that is considered a head coaching opening. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. This was a really, really, really good show. And like I said, I apologize again to everybody, to all that have listened right, to my previous two episodes. I apologize for the long hiatus. But however, I am back. It's not about what you did recently. It's about now. It's about moving forward. So thank you for listening and we out.